Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And I'm having an incredible time today. And let me get a little bit of this. Mm. Sometimes you just got to have that good cup of coffee. Uh, I don't care where you are, whether it's hot outside or cold outside, you just need that coffee. And I am enjoying, <laughs> I'm enjoying this cup of coffee. But I want to talk to you something that's been in my heart for a while, and I've been preaching about it for the last few years, and Yahweh just won't leave me alone about it. So let me go right here to my notes about what Yahweh is saying. And it sounds so simple, but I want you to get this in your spirit. Setting sons free. Um, that's a book I'm working on right now. And um, it goes, let me go to the scriptures for you, Okay. Uh, John 8, 36, because everything I do, I like to do out of the word, even though it may not be the um, the perspective that maybe you have known in the past, because many times I've read the word and then later on, Holy Spirit would show me another perspective of it or Holy Spirit would show me a deeper meaning to it. And so you kind of have to let go of some of that. And I don't mean let go of that, which you know is truth. Don't get me wrong. The truth never changes. But I will say your sight can develop where the truth you think you knew was full. You'll find out that that was a piece of it or it was a glimmer of it versus the depth that Yahweh is taking you to. So when I read John eight thirty six and the New American Standard Bible, it says, so if the son, this is talking about Christ, Yeshua, Jesus, the Christ, sets you free, you really will be free. Now, I want you to think about that for a moment because of the fact that we are told so many different things in religion, and I want to get you free from the law of the bondage of sin and death, the law of what you would consider unrighteousness. And you say, well, how do I get rid of the law of unrighteousness since unrighteousness is working in my mortal body both day and night most of the time? And I get that, right? We live in this earth, and there's unrighteousness around us being bombarded on us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And unfortunately, even in the frailty of our mind, our soul, our body, our emotions, we sometimes perform unrighteousness, um, whether in meaning or in heart or in joking or actually in physically doing it. All right. And but we were told under a religious terrain that that disqualifies you and that separates you from God and just all kind of hogwash that's not scripturally sound, but it sounds good. If you serve a monster in the sky looking to destroy you every time you sin or every time you think something wrong or every time you say something wrong or God forbid see something wrong on TV or internet and all of a sudden, you know, you're a dirty, rotten sinner and you feel separated from God because God's too holy for that. And I can go on and on the purity, the righteousness of God and you got to rock out rightly before God and you got to get it right before God and you got to do you, 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 you. I'm about to do a, a backwards scratching rap album for you. Chick, chick, chick. You. <laughs> we go from you into yo de hey va hey yo de hey shin va hey and I know Paul's laughing right now one of one of my favorite cos in the cosmos. <laughs> Patreons, and I know he's probably laughing right now, and uh, because he knows me, he knows my personality, and so um, 
But I will tell you this, that uh, I'm here to set you free because Jesus sent me to set you free because the freer you can get, it's kind of like this, an old saying, free your mind and the rest will follow. We have to free your mind from what religion told you of the limitations of salvation, the limitations of the blood, the limitations of what Christ did in the cross. Now, you may look at me and say, what do you mean? No one taught me no limitations of my Jesus. Well, they did not teach you any limitations of your Jesus. But the moment you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you begin to judge your personal life as if it's a grading of your righteousness, if it's a grading of your holiness, if it's a grading for the reason God does for you, then you were misinformed. You were taught how to add to your salvation and you can't add to your salvation. Well, Brother Wells, are are you going Baptist on us? You know, once saved, always saved. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I do not believe in one saved, always saved because of free choice. I do believe that somebody, anybody, nobody could walk away from Yahweh, but it's a lot harder than you think. The problem is we've had a focus in church is what will separate me from God. Now we're talking about after salvation. Before salvation, everything has separated you from God because you're not saved. See, this is really black and white and easy. When you do not have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, you are not born again. Your name is not established in the Lamb Book of Life. The DNA of the glistening of the yod heh vah yod heh shin vah Urak Kadesh, all you can think of of who Yeshua is that glistens out of the living name of God that's inside of you, that's inside the Lamb Book of Life, is dormant, even though all that's possibility for you. So that is the separation from God, not Oh my God, I cheated on my test today. You know, uh, I, I put bubble gum in the girl's hair. Um, whatever your problem was from a young age or when you did get saved and all of a sudden you're like, you know, I remember when I got saved, I didn't curse. I didn't sin. I didn't think a bad word. I didn't think of a lustful thing. I, I'm telling you, I was so upright before the Lord in my natural realm. I was a saint and I would even be offended by anyone that wasn't as upright as me. And you say, well, you know, uh, Sagima Bay, what happened? What happens to you? Did you lose your holiness? Uh, did you backslide? Um, no. As you grow and the, um, that beginning stage of cleanliness, because the Lord just comes and just cleans you completely, you still then have to go inside and build a structure, build a framework of that which is right standing before the Lord in your soul, in your body. But do not get me wrong from what I just said. Building a framework of uprightness before Yahweh in your soul and body has nothing to do with the completion of your salvation that Yeshua the Christ did on the cross that you received by faith, by believing your heart, confessing in your mouth, because who the Son set free, according to the word, is free indeed. I hope you're getting this in your spirit today. I really want you to get this in your spirit today because the sun has set you free. Oh, can you sense that? Mom, I'm telling you, I'm sensing the Holy Ghost. The sun has sent you free. Well, Sagima Bay, does that mean I can go do whatever I want? It absolutely does. 
But as you engage the holiness of the living God that you are, and you engage the righteousness of the living God that you are, your mind and your body and your soul will begin to look at the awe, which is the holiness of Yahweh inside your spirit and begin to recognize with the awe of the holiness of Yahweh, Yeshua and all the goats inside your spirit and will want to become that. So I don't move into the revelation of who I am in Christ Jesus and then say, well, what the heck? I can just go do what I want because I'm born again. There is a factor that you will reap some of what you sow, the natural realm. And I know you might be saying, oh, no, 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 the word says you reap what you sow. I'm telling you, grace keeps you from reaping what you sowed. I'm 57 years old, and I've made many mistakes through my life, and especially in my childhood and young adulthood, and I'm telling you, I barely reaped any of it. So I don't want to hear a preacher tell me I'm going to reap what I sow because the grace of Yahweh has kept me from reaping what I sowed. But that don't mean I didn't reap some things. Do not get me wrong. This goes back to the law of the natural realm. If I go out and rob a bank, I'm going to probably go to jail. If I pull a gun on someone, I could get shot. If I punch someone in the face, they may punch me back. So yes, there is the law of reaping and sowing, but that still has nothing to do with your salvation. I could walk up, my good buddy, one of my best friends, Gustav LaRue, if you've seen him, he is a giant, right? He is just one giant, full of the love of God, full of power, but I think he could beat me up. I'm not sure. I'm a pretty much a man's man. I'm pretty tough, but I wouldn't want to fight him. We'll just leave it like that. But if I walked up to him in the name of Jesus and I just punched him in the face, no matter what kind of grace is on my life, what kind of righteousness and holiness is in my life, I'm pretty sure the only cheek he's going to be turning is mine when he hits me back. So yes, there is the, the, the law of reaping what you're sowing in the natural realm to a degree. But I'm only going to tell you it's only to a degree because there's no reason to live in fear. Because through your life, you're going to make error, mistakes, misjudgments, and everything else you can think about. And Yahweh's going to come heal, deliver. Can you feel that? Save you, set you free, call you into the holy place, call you into Zion, call you by your name, call you by your Hebrew living letter name, call you by the name that no one knows that's inside your head. This isn't a word, revelations. Call you by the name of Yeshua that's written in your forehead. Call you by the name of the yod Hey vah that's written in your forehead. Call you by that particular crown or crowns that has been handed to you because that's how he sees you. That's why the word says, by grace are you saved. At least I should boast, but no, 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 not me, but I in Christ Jesus am free. And because of that freedom, I am longing to see my father. I am longing to be in his presence. Oh, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Can you feel that right now? Ooh, the Holy Spirit's just wrapping me right now. Oh, there you are. There's the seven spirits. Ooh, thank you. I love the seven spirits that hang around me every day. I love you, seven spirits. You see, you just engage with your friends, the goodness and mercy of Yahweh. He'd rather hear about that. He'd rather hear about you believing in his faithfulness, his love, his mercy, his willingness to get you to your destiny. It's his willingness to get you to your destiny. That's how much God loves you. Father, I thank you for these people right now. I command healing to their mind, their body, and their soul. I remove sin consciousness out of them.
I remove unrighteous consciousness out of them, and I declare they have the consciousness of the mind of God according to the word. I declare that they have the holiness of God according to the word. I declare that they have the glory of God according to the word, and they have the mercy seat of God according to the word, and they are sons. Well, once again, this is Sigma Bay. I love you so much. You are so beautiful. Shalom.